You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Creative Foundations in Delaware and Starbase Columbus in Westerville. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everyone, you're listening to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that you all love. It's time to make the donuts. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. Hey, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a bunch of news and actually a ton of news to get through. But first, let's uh, talk about some stuff we've been checking out. I've started going back and rewatching the Venture Brothers. A very good job. Oh, always a good idea. Yeah. Mostly because I couldn't remember where I left off. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, let's go back to the beginning. Which we should say is like a very sarcastic, satirical take on Johnny Quest. At least it was initially. Originally. And yeah. then they realized that Cartoon Network has the rights to Johnny Quest, so they actually threw in Johnny Quest characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Race Bannon is in and, there. And Johnny oh, that's Quest. Right. Johnny's in there. Yeah, yeah. He goes by Action Johnny because Warner Brothers wasn't sure if they wanted to make a the Johnny first Quest movie or that's not. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yep. But, uh, but then they eventually just started calling him Mr. Quest. But yeah, he actually pops up a couple of times. And yeah. he is and like... Zen yeah. pops up a lot just as Dr. Zen. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of weird because like the first season was done like kind of in Flash. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it looks it's kind rough. of... It's a little rough. Yeah. That uh that uh, pilot that they did with the ninja... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that one shot, that was kind of... That was really rough back then. It really was because like watching like seasons like three and beyond and stuff like that it's like man, i can't believe they got sick the weird thing is it's the longest running adult swim show still in production they right. have six seasons and it's been out for 12 years they're allowed to do kind of whenever they feel like getting a bunch of shows done yeah they do them well because the only like two pretty much only two guys write it yeah, yeah. it's jackson public and doc, doc hammer. hammer yeah, yeah. Man, I wish I had cool parents to give me good names. Oh, they're nom de plume. I know. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I, a, I was trying to make a jokey joke. <laughs> and they also do like half of the voices between yeah. the two of them. Yeah, they really do. They're they're very much uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker type dudes. Very much. But better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But better in my opinion. Well, it's different. It's, it is they're, different. they're both very different mm-hmm. shows. Yeah. But no, I, I, uh... I'd say they're both very excellent at what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kind of opposites. Yeah. They crammed to do the show in a week, Matt and Trey. And, yeah. And the uh, public and Hammer take forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they're allowed to take forever. That's that, that's the that's the thing we're taking away is they're it's allowed so, to yeah, take forever. Yeah, it's so good that they, they're allowed to take forever. And they it's, a, it's supposed to be a special thing when it comes back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they are able to, because they take the time, there is not a bad episode of the series. Mm-hmm. I can't no. think of a no. single bad episode. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah, there's no filler. There's nothing. Like, seriously, I, the one I just watched last night was um, the one where it's uh, I'm still in the first season. But uh, they uh looking for the saucer that crashed that uh, in the ocean. And oh, the with ghost... Major Tom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never, I, I never really picked up on it when I was younger. But then I was like sitting there, I was like. Oh man, it's all the lyrics. To... A lot of a <laughs> lot of Bowie references. There, uh, yeah, there are a lot. Of, well, he's he's the the leader of uh, the Guild of Calamitous Intent. Yeah. There, well, at one point. the Bowie. leader is a shapeshifter who takes on the forms of Bowie. Yeah, yeah. And that episode where they needed to get um, the panda, yeah. Mr. Bowie, <laughs> David Bowie's panda back from yeah from uh, uh, Roy Brisby. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the Brizzy B guy. Yeah, the the Brizzy B. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched that. Too. That's a good one. And it's a uh, Molotov. Gets mm-hmm. the bear back. Yeah, we can't say your last name. Nope. <laughs> nope. God, the show's so good. It, I love it's it one so of my much. favorite TV shows of all time. It, mine too, for sure. It was really funny because like, I saw one of those like stupid memes about like you know the last TV show you watched is the character trying to save you or something. And I was like, oh, good. I got Brock Sampson. I'm set. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Like everybody is in the show is just a whip smart parody of some other cartoon character or superhero. Oh sure, I think I still think Doctor Orpheus is like one of my favorite characters. Oh, he oh, is yeah. my favorite. He yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I like Billy Quizboy and Pete White an awful they're, lot. Yeah, when they show up, they're pretty yeah. great. And then they gave him their own like their own arch enemy too in the last season well not last season but season four last oh, they see it. i didn't i'm only through the first couple three uh, seasons i haven't picked i haven't i've seen some of season four i haven't gone straight through uh, it yet it's augustus st cloud and he's like this rich guy that like collects 
like nerd memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> like so he, he's twenty one or twenty three. Yeah. I can't. I can never remember which one of the henchmen. Yeah. is but which. In one episode, he gets in a trivia contest with Billy Quizboy and like threatens to make him eat a jar of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Eat the pennies, quiz boy. <laughs> and Pete White's like, just eat the pennies. <laughs> I'm, also, I'm not eating pennies. <laughs> I'm also kind of sad that Stephen Colbert couldn't stay on to be the voice of Mr. Impossible. Oh, I know. Yeah. That makes Beyond, me like, sad. Beyond like the first couple times. Every time I think about it. Professor Richard Impossible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just got through that episode too where he has his think tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you meet the rest of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, man. That was rough. <laughs> oh, the thing is just like a poor scab, like, scab Just scabbed man. over. Yeah. yeah. The human torch uh, burns, his... but is not immune to his own fire, so he just lights on fire <laughs> and screams. He just screams and runs around. But, and yeah, he has to be kept in like a, a special tank, because yeah. as soon as he hits air, he catches on fire. Yeah. That's actually kind of a callback to the original Human Torch, too. The robot from the oh. from World War II. Yeah. Yeah, he was supposed to be the world's first synthetic man, and something went wrong with his synthetic skin. <laughs> and once he hit air, he burst into flames and became a superhero. Because <laughs> that's all it took back then. <laughs> it's to be on fire. Yeah. <laughs> to be a robot that's also on fire, and that's it. You team up with an Aquaman with wings on his ankles and a Captain America, and you're you're set. <laughs> you're good to go. Good to go. Yeah. Oh, Namor. But yeah, I've been doing that, and I don't know. I've been playing a couple like a couple games here and there on Steam. Mm. Like uh, I tried out Eight Bit Armies because there was a demo out for it. It's Command and Conquer without the you know different factions having different vehicles and stuff. Hmm. Oh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it plays just like Command and Conquer. Actually, more to the point, just like Command & Conquer Red Alert 2. <laughs> I never really got into the Command & Conquer series. Well, it's probably I like, something I should do. I like real-time strategies. I'm not, I'm not a huge real-time strategy guy, but... But uh, they have like the first five campaign missions or whatever in it. Mm-hmm. So it was fun little stupid 3D-ish, 8-bit style art chiptunes. Cool. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm going to pause you right there for a second, Josh. Spit out your gum. Oh, yeah. This is going in the show, by the way. Get those lovely mouth sounds for the listener. I'm sorry. We're done. It's good. I didn't realize that was bad. Good. Bad job. Bad job. (laughs) Okay. But uh, let's see here. What else have I been playing? I I picked up this one game called Armello. It's like a board game. It sounds like a candy. I was gonna say like a Carmelo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's a it's a board game that got made into a video game, but it's still a board game. But it's also like an RPG and a card game. It's kind of weird. Huh. Like uh. And delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been having fun with it. Uh, you can play online against other people, or you can just play against the AI. Basically, from what I, from what I've been picking up, is basically Game of Thrones, but with animal people. For fur, Game of Thrones for furries. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. There's like a there's a king, who's king of the whole kingdom, but he's got a like a special magical disease or whatever that's driving him insane. And so the whole point of the game is to eventually become the king or queen. Mm. There's like eight characters and four factions. Okay. And each character has their own special abilities, special things they get. It's turn-based, and there's like a day and night cycle, and things change between day and night. Yeah, you can catch different Pokemon then. Yeah. And there is that. you can get Hoot Hoot. Yeah, I know. Night. I know, right? Uh, Except for in the day, sometimes he pops up, but he's asleep when he when you encounter him. Ah, yeah, well, that makes it easy to catch him. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> but Hoot Hoot sucks, so who cares? Anyway, <laughs> oh, I like Hoot Hoot. Aww. He's not statistically viable. Hey, you cannot take him to the VGC. He, he's a middle of the road, stupid owl. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it was interesting and kind of a weird, just a weird thing to pick up. And uh, oh, I've been playing a lot of depth. Oh, we've talked about that one. Yep. I've been playing a lot of that, and I'm really bad at being a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're better at being a jet. Huh? Oh, West Side Story. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Yep, I was going to say, you're you're playing the game just swimming along, and you just see the shark start snapping its (laughs) finger at its flippers. Yeah. I've been playing the crap out of the new Doom. Yeah, Ooh. and it is great. It's a hundred percent awesome. That's what I hear. At least the campaign is. I haven't touched the multiplayer. 
I didn't care for the multiplayer yeah, when, I, when I played except it. Except for the, yeah, I played the beta, but the, the campaign is so good. It's so Doom. Like, it's quick. The combat is super satisfying. There's demons everywhere. It's it's great. I haven't played a single-player first-person shooter campaign that I like this much in a long time. That's awesome. I've heard there's some tongue-in-cheek stuff, like uh, Doom Guy doesn't talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. He and, there's, and there's bits where they try to talk to him, and he just starts punching yeah oh yeah he's super like there's something wrong with him he's like super ticked at everything he breaks everything there's a little robot that you get uh gun upgrades from Mm -hmm. and instead of just taking the upgrade he just punches the robot and takes it (laughs) like just for no reason just because he's insane yeah he's an insane like murder force force of nature type guy which makes sense considering what happens in doom the yeah. original game yeah i mean it's doom guy he's gonna be crazy and and there's some kind of plot going on where maybe he's not human or he's some kind of ancient being that is awakened specifically just to murder demons <laughs> oh wow <laughs> like i'm not all the way through it so i don't know and i think i heard it doesn't it doesn't a hundred percent tell you what's going on with doom guy but he's not a regular dude he's not right <laughs> No, <laughs> the boy ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> the The glory kills are cool when you when you shoot a demon enough times, it'll start flashing colors, and that's you can run up and do a glory kill, which is like a super violent execution move. Oh, oh wow. man, it's, it's like a when, finisher, like a like a fatality yeah, kind of thing. Which yeah. is like two, it's like two seconds of him twisting somebody's head around or oh, ripping their skull in half oh, or like God. chainsawing them in half. Oh, oh yeah, geez. the chainsaw's a different item entirely. It's it's mapped to a button. Okay. Instead of having to switch to it and it being a weapon like in the original games, mm-hmm. you push a button, that's the chain he pulls out the chainsaw. And it's just basically an insta kill if you have enough fuel in it. Oh, that's cool. I, I heard uh, on a. I listened to a different review of it, and I heard that's kind of you get more ammo back if you use the chainsaw. It's like a, a item management kind of tool. Yeah. When when you do a glory kill, you get health. When you do a chainsaw kill, you get ammo. Oh, okay. Huh. And yeah, balancing your glory kills to restore your health and and your chainsaw kills to get ammo. It's really cool combat and makes you think about what you're doing. While you're also having this insane murder ballet around a room full of demons, Monsters. yeah. Oh, right on. I also heard the uh, when you get the BFG, it is uh, it's mapped to a different button too. Yeah, okay. I just got that in the campaign, and it, it's mapped to a different button. Has its own separate ammo types. It's almost like your grenades, almost kind of, kind of, kind of, sort of. If it was a giant beam weapon that killed it, like it works exactly the same oh, as it, it did in the original Doom. Okay. It's just the way the ammo works is a little different. And yeah, it's got its own button. Gotcha. Hmm. Very cool. It's basically when you're getting overwhelmed and there's too many monsters around, just hit that and it clears everything out. Suddenly you're in a hallway full of meat pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Not even kidding. Just like like ham everywhere. (laughs) But it, it's amazing. It's one of the best games I've played in a long time. I think. Oh, it's a uh, sounds a little bit like kind of like how uh, the Space Marine game kind of worked a little bit. I never when, played that because when you did your uh, your really horrible, awful, you know, special kills, you got health back because that was the only way to do it. And it, the, depending on the weapon you were wielding at the time, it gets bad. <laughs> now there's health pack pickups mm-hmm. in it too, along with the glory kills. And there's just regular power-ups, like a video game would have. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, like, I haven't played a video game that just had a... That's just a power-up. Like, they're not like, oh, this is some sort of technological gadget that you have or you're getting. No, it's just a power-up. You pick it up on the map, (laughs) you know, now your health's real real full, or you can run faster. There's quad damage, like in Quake. Oh, wow. Um, There's a Berserk one that lets you punch people to death. (laughs) Like instant punch kills when you have this power, but lasts so many seconds. Oh, geez. That's really cool. You know, I only played a little... I've only played the first Doom, uh, and I dug it. If I've only played that one, would you recommend this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Honestly, the second Doom is the exact same as the first Oh, it Doom. is? Okay. It's just got more bad guys. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, Doom 3 is a weird... I like, didn't care for Doom 3. I liked it, but it was a... It was, it's not really... doesn't feel like Doom to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas this new one feels like Doom. Okay. It's it's metal as hell. It's, it's, 
the monster designs are good too. They're they're different enough while still being callbacks to the original. See, that's that's perfect. Monsters. Yeah. yeah I just wish the imps were furry. Oh. Brown yeah. and furry, but they're not. They're they look kind of like the Doom Three ones did. Okay. Um, but the big old caco demon, the big red floaty mm-hmm. guys in it, and he looks cool. Cool. It's great. It's just great. <laughs> I I would full fully recommend it. Excellent. The snap map thing looks cool, which is like a it's a map making modding tool that comes with the game, even if you're on console. Oh, really? Oh, and wow. it, it basically feels like Doom Mario Maker. Like you can <laughs> drop in there and you can play levels people have made. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> I don't think anybody's really used it for anything really great yet. Somebody made a weird farming sim out of it. It's <laughs> awesome. called Harvest Doom. <laughs> But I, I really haven't better. I really haven't played around with it that much because I've been stuck murdering the, monsters. Yeah, in that, in that yeah. campaign, which is great. Yeah, maybe you have yeah. a problem. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've played a little bit of uh, Tom Clancy's The Division too. Oh, okay. Which I, I was sending you guys pictures. Yeah, you of were that sending some pictures day, of that. Yeah, where I made my character, and also there was a, a cop's desk that had these big cartoon donuts on it that were totally out of place. I was going to say they look like lard, lard, lard lad donuts from The Simpsons. Yeah, kinda. they t- yeah. looked exactly like that. Yeah. Actually, it's it's a pretty good game. It's it's very much an Ubisoft game. They're mm. all kind of the same. Yeah, but it's an MMO and you know cover based shooter, which was Shell Shock coming from Doom and then going into a cover based shooter. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, it makes me feel kind of weird to play it though, because it's really realistic, kind of. Yeah, or, or at least the themes are fairly real world, kind of. Yeah, and it kind of plays like a. I'm going to get a little political, so you're probably going to end up cutting this out, but it plays like a George Zimmerman wet dream. Ah. Uh. Like, it's the story is this, like, this plague hits New York, mm-hmm. and everybody's die is either dying or, do, you know, not doing so great, and all the bad guys are, like, looters or people, you know, mm-hmm. breaking the law to survive. So you just go out and... Anarchy. Sh- yeah, shoot these looters that are just trying to survive, and that's your... Wow. That's your job. That almost sounds like a precursor to Judge Doom or Judge Dread. Yeah. Judge Doom. And it Judge doesn't Doom. help that like a I lot of the leaders penny. are black dudes with the hoodies up with snapback hats on. Uh, I mean, they're not all black guys, but it seems like the vast majority of them are. Oh, that man. seems And it makes me feel icky. That to play. seems a little mm, yeah, yeah. It was not, yeah. Not great. It was. A, I don't think it was a great idea for a game concept. But the like the reward loop of playing the game is fun. Okay. Like you get loot from the bad guys you shoot and mm, missions. The, and stuff. Yeah, the upgrade your character and it's very mm. Well, it's, it's kind of an MMO. Okay. So it's a good game. It just kind of. It's still kind of gross though. Yeah, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Icky times. Yeah. Yeah. Just go back to shooting horrible monsters of death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, there's, um, no, there's no problem with that. Yeah, there's <laughs> no Mars. moral hang. There's no yeah, no moral hang, hang ups for shooting demons on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're an insane murder machine. Yeah. <laughs> Last night we watched the movie Creep. It's a found footage film from 2014, I think. Yeah, it's... and normally I don't like found footage, but it worked for this movie. I don't know. It still is kind of weird. Basically, this guy hires this guy to come film him for an entire day, pay him like a thousand dollars. Oh, I've heard of this movie. Like saying that you know he's got cancer and he's dying. Yeah, and, and he's doing it for like his wife or something. Yeah, his unborn child, and things get weird. Yeah, doesn't he, <laughs> doesn't he dress like a like a wolf or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I've heard of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Peach Fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. It's pretty upsetting. Sounds like it. <laughs> it's super creepy. Like, it's a lot yeah, of I know. All, I know all about it. It's it is it is super creepy. There's just like a lot of jump scares, which I felt was pretty unnecessary. <laughs> oh yeah, it's full. <laughs> well, of I mean, none of it, was it because it was unnecessary? Because it got you? No, I didn't get me once. Jump scares don't get me a whole lot. It got me constantly, but they get me back. <laughs> I'm not good. I mean, with jump it scares. wasn't like. I don't know where one such one where they build up attention and you knew it was coming. So like it never Except for Cody. Yeah, Cody oh god, it's easy to make him jump. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, there's sometimes where like you knew one was coming and they would build it up forever oh, and it was god. so painful. It's just like, oh no. Like, you're grabbing my leg. It's like, oh god. <laughs> Cuz I knew it was coming. Cuz the guy's walking cause basically has a camera on him at all times. Just walking through this house just like it's like dark and all through the house. It's like Oh, he's gonna jump out! Oh no! It's, it's also just a thing that the guy likes to do. He just likes to jump oh, yeah. out and scare people. Oh, so he's wow. constantly doing that. What a, what a jerk! <laughs> but it's played by was it Mark Plus? Plus? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think I think it's Duplass. I think you got it. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna say yes. But you may have seen him on the league or well, was there something else? I can't remember. There's a bunch of different stuff. He's, he's bun. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a known actor. I just don't know what. He's in. Yeah. He he nails it though. He plays this creepy guy really well. And I, I thought yeah, it was yeah, all gonna it, take place in this cabin, yeah, but it, after it took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Without spoiling yeah, it. Yeah, I don't but... I don't want to spoil it too much because it was pretty good. I, I it's worth the couple hours that it takes to watch it. Okay. Now is this is it Netflix? Is that yeah. where it's at? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's just some shots that just give oh, me yeah. chills still to think about them. Yeah, it's shot pretty well for being a found footage. I usually hate found footage, oh, yeah, but it, what, like, uh, it worked in this one, I think. It was a good part of the plot. And it has some pretty funny parts, too. Like, yeah. It's hard to explain. Kind of dark funny. <laughs> Just weird. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Mm, okay. Here, you go. It was <laughs> creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> All right, well, I uh, I just did one thing kind of quick this week. I uh, rewatched Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. <laughs> never seen that. You've never seen it? Oh, it's it's a it's a weird one. I mean, it's it's funny. It's it's weird on purpose. Yeah, it's weird on purpose. It's written it's written like uh, an eight year old is telling you a story about their favorite character that they came up with, <laughs> and it's telling you all these stories, and the the story changes halfway through about three times. Nothing ever is like it begins. With Buckaroo Banzai, who is a um, neurosurgeon, physicist, super scientist, rock star. <laughs> with a band. With a band. The uh, Hong Kong Cavaliers, <laughs> who are all super scientists that all play instruments. Um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's in it. Jeff Goldblum plays um, uh, Nevada, his newest recruit into the Hong Kong Cal- Cavaliers. <laughs> he plays keyboard and is also a brain surgeon. And a cowboy. And a cowboy. He wears a cowboy costume. (laughs) Anyway, um, it begins with him testing out a uh, new rocket car and ends with him fighting aliens (laughs) to save the world from other aliens. Yeah. And somewhere in there, there's, uh, let's see, Ellen Barkin is in there as, um, what's her name? Penny Pretty, (laughs) who is the long lost uh, twin sister of Buckaroo's dead uh, wife, who is also uh, a Scandinavian princess, Peggy Pretty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and uh let's see there is uh um john john lithgow as um emilio lazardo who is a uh, scientist from 1938 who uh got a alien trapped in his brain for like 50 years uh because they were testing the oscillation overthruster, which was a device that was supposed to let you pass through solid matter but apparently it also lets you go into the eighth dimension where the black electrons who are these alien like these lizard looking alien guys are have been trapped by the red electrons who are the good guys who are all Rastafarian. <laughs> and they all, uh, a handful of them were able to escape in 1938, which was uh, covered up. It was originally reported on as the War of the Worlds radio show from Orson <laughs> Welles, but then was turned around and said, no, it was a, a hoax. But they were all brought in and they all have the first name John and their last names are all stupid, like Smallberries and Big <laughs> Bootay. And it's spelled Big Booty. That one's uh, Christopher Lloyd, by the way. John John Big Boutet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd's in this. Did I mention that? Yeah, they keep calling him uh, Mr. Big Booty. He goes, Big, it's Boutet. It's Boutet. It's Boutet. <laughs> no. Ha- have you noticed how f- frenetic this review is? <laughs> it's because that's about how how much how this movie is. You are going along, and about after about every 10 minutes, you go in a completely different direction. Over <laughs> and over and over again. And it's written almost like a serial where... It's it's like an implied thing that there have been many, many Buckaroo Banzai stories before this, and there are going to be many, many Buckaroo Banzais after this. This is like just a story within the chronology of Buckaroo Banzai. Kind of like the Indiana Jones movies. Kind of, but nuts and very, very 80s. And weird. <laughs> oh, it's weird, but it's great. It's a great kids movie. Wasn't uh, um 
Big Trouble in Little China is supposed to be a sequel. It was original. The first draft of Big Trouble in Little China was supposed was written as the sequel to this, where it was uh, Buckaroo Banzai versus the World Crime League. <laughs> yeah, there not much was left over, but James Hong was supposed to be uh, Hanoi Hanoi Chan, the leader of the uh, World Crime League. <laughs> but it's weird. Oh, did I mention Peter uh, Weller is Buckaroo Banzai uh, RoboCop? <laughs> Robocop is Buckaroo Banzai. It's great. <laughs> it's uh, such a weird movie. It's so weird, and it's just all over the place. And the reason I watched it actually goes into a little bit of news we can talk about super, super, super quick. Kevin Smith says that he wants to, or has signed on to direct a TV series based on Buckaroo Banzai. And I don't like it. <laughs> I don't it think it's going to work. It doesn't sound like his type of thing. It really doesn't. There a while back, he had uh, a script he was writing for a miniseries called uh, Ranger Danger and the Danger Rangers. And it was supposed to be like a Buckaroo Banzai send-up kind of thing. And it sounds like he's just taking the script for that and just applying it to Buckaroo the actual Banzai. character. That's why Randall has a Ranger Danger shirt and Clerks mm-hmm. too. Yep, because it's a, it's a fiction, it was a fictional show written within the Viewers universe. So it was like, it was almost like um, the Fox Force or Fem Force 5 or Fox Force 5 or whatever from the Quentin Tarantino where it's a movie or a TV series inside the show inside or what Paul, yeah, yeah. Inside Paul. well I guess he's got his own universe too yeah 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 so it's supposed the fact to be that Machete was originally just a movie and then it became an actual movie and... something kind of like that yeah he's in Spy Kids yeah Machete's in Spy Kids <laughs> like no that's Danny Trejo's character he is Machete yeah in Spy Kids that's his character name and everything. That's it's the great. Fir- it's the first time Machete ever showed up. Was mm-hmm. in the, it was in Spy Kids. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. Yeah, but those uh, movies are pretty. The first, at least the first Spy Kids is a pretty good movie. Spy Kids is a, it's a solid series. Mm. When they added Sylvester Stallone to the well, was it the third one? That was kind of weird. <laughs> where he played all the characters. You mean Spy Kids Three Game Over, the greatest film of all time? <laughs> my my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Buckaroo Banzai, really good. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. It's really, it's weird. it's funny and weird, but weird, but not like creepy weird, just 80s, frenetic, campy weird. We tried to watch it once and you made me shut it off. I think you weren't in the mood for Buckaroo yeah. Banzai. Oh, you definitely have to be in a mood for Buckaroo Banzai, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, that's all I have. Might, might make a good, I ha- no, I haven't seen that. It would. <laughs> it actually would make an excellent, no, I haven't seen that. If episode. we ever do that podcast again. We need to. We need to do that again. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, we have uh, some news. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Creative Foundations. The store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook. Set Phasers to Fun at the 8th Annual Out of This World Festival hosted by Starbase Columbus on May 21st from noon to 7 p.m. The Out of This World Festival will feature food, exhibits, a sci-fi collectibles auction, and more. Admission is free to the public, but donations are appreciated. Starbase Columbus and the Out of This World Festival is located at 5541 Westerville Road in Westerville. Outofthisworldfest.blogspot.com for more information.
Daft Punk's Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, which we played because it's good. I've been on a real Daft Punk kick lately. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just a good song. It's just, yeah. They're a good band. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's a great song. They're a great band. Check, check them out if you don't know Daft Punk. I mean, They're crazy French robots. Yeah. You have no doubt or at least heard one of their songs at some point in your life. And Get Lucky blew up. A, was that Get a Lucky was the ago? was the hot new hot track of the summer about it was. two years ago. Yeah. yeah, and they did the soundtrack for Tron Legacy. Yeah, but we or, don't we don't talk about that movie. I like that movie. Uh, what? That Am I the good. only person who likes that movie? Yes, I I can say. I I mean I didn't yes. hate it, but it wasn't. It should have been better. Than I it was. did not care for it. I do think it should have been better. Anyway, yeah. speaking of nostalgia. There was a new trailer for Ghostbusters. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I've, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it's there's a couple new things, but it's mostly a lot of the same scenes, just different parts of them. Okay, and it's put together better than the first one. That's was. good, at least. I yeah, I just haven't been happy with the way they've been cutting their trailers lately. I don't under I don't know why. It just not the well, movie's going to be fine, but I read somewhere somebody said no Paul Feig movie has a good trailer. You know, now that I kind of think of it, the heat, the trailer for the heat wasn't super great. No, no. I mean, um, the movie was all right. Oh, I liked the heat a lot. That was a very. Did good he movie. do Identity Thief? He might have. I don't know. That had a real bad trailer, but I've heard yeah, it's really was, good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That who, one. Who was, did that spy movie with? Uh, did he do it? I don't. I want to say he does every Melissa McCarthy movie for some reason. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, he did Spy. That didn't have that great of a trailer. That had awful it trailers. It's supposed to be really, really good, I've heard. Bridesmaids. Brides, Bridesmaids had an okay trailer. I don't really remember the trailers for that yeah, I don't one. remember the trailer, but I love that movie. It was fantastic. Okay. Paul Feig just needs to hire the person that does trailers for Zack Snyder's movies. <laughs> you mean Zack Snyder. <laughs> he cuts his own trailers? Yeah. He's, he's, Zack Snyder was a music video director. He cuts his own trailers. Oh, well, he does a very good job of cutting trailers. I will give him that. Yeah, oh, and sure. an awful job at shooting movies. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he does a very good job shooting movies. He's just bad at writing, conveying, movies. writing and conveying any kind of emotion <laughs> or yeah, some semblance of a coherent plot yeah, in his movies. Because his movies look great. They're shot really well, and the cinematography always has a bunch of cool moments. But yeah. He should just not be allowed to write his own movies. That's yeah. all. What if he's a robot <laughs> or an alien? That's why. That's why Watchmen was good because he didn't write. He it. didn't write it. Yeah, he just copied, page. copy paste. Yeah, <laughs> copy paste from the comic straight to the screen, and it was it was good. But yeah, Ghostbusters. I'm I'm still excited for it. I think yeah. I'm, oh, there. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are not thrilled for it, and I just give it a chance. Just wait, see the movie, then form your opinion. The guy that does angry video game nerd. He had a little public fit about it on YouTube about how he's not going to see it. Yeah, well, your first problem is you watch something by the angry video game nerd. Yeah. <laughs> who is the, categorically the worst. <laughs> Have you played his video game? It's terrible. Well, I liked his video game, I hated actually. it. I hated it. 
It's by the people that made the Manos game, which yeah, I love that. Well, everyone's allowed to have one bad game. <laughs> <laughs> that guy could go. Oh, I've always take not. A short he's jump always off a rubbed cliff. me the wrong way, and then yeah. like this video he did about Ghostbusters is like, I was right. He's a he's a jerk. Yeah. Although, how much of it is him being a jerk, and how much is is it him? Being a character, being in character and playing towards his core oh, audience. It's not. It's just him, like sitting at a desk. Like, oh, it was he's just not him. In character. It's oh, just it's him, just... and he's he doesn't get like sexist or anything about it. He avoids a lot of the stupid arguments that a lot of like misogynist jerks do. But he just he just throws a whiny baby fit for six minutes about how it's not Ghostbusters three. It's not. Uh, that's dumb. Yeah. I mean, I. I haven't hidden the fact that I d- didn't really think a Ghostbusters sequel. I don't. I didn't think it could have been. No matter who was doing it, who was starring in it, I didn't think it was a good idea. A good idea. I've never shied away from that. But I feel that this is probably one of the strongest ways for it to be done. If it if it had to be done, this is the does, best way for it. Because there's money. There's a there's, lot of money. There's there. a lot of money. Sure, but <laughs> but no, I've. I've I've always said you know it's why that doesn't yeah. doesn't really need to be done but hey whatever I'm gonna give it a chance right. and what? he goes sure. on, he goes on this tirade about how it should be the original characters and they should be there to hand it off to a new team no it's because like, that would detract from the from the new team you want to completely yeah. devoid He's divorced like, from you, it I'm like are you a, a baby do you need the old people there to pat you on the head and tell you it's gonna be all right it's like no. And for all we know, that could be there in some way, shape, or form because yeah. we don't know any any of the plot of the movie. We know there's ghosts, and we know there's busters. <laughs> and it makes me feel good. And I was thinking about it, and if they did a Ghostbusters 3 and it was real bad, yeah. that would do more damage to the franchise than a reboot would ever do. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to do a Ghostbusters movie with the actual original cast at it this would, point. It wouldn't happen. No, because Bill Murray, he's surly and wouldn't it he wouldn't want to do Ghostbusters one. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't be good. Dan Aykroyd, I love him, but he's crazy. <laughs> um Harold Ramis has passed on. Yeah. And uh, uh um Ernie Eddie Hudson, Hudson would be fine. <laughs> Ernie Hudson would be fine, but he's you know, he's he's a he's a jobber actor. He's he'll do whatever. But and they'll probably you screw, cut me a check. They'll, yeah. they'll screw him over in the plot anyway. So because that's matter. what they do. Yeah. Because he's not Eddie Murphy. Because he was originally that supposed to yeah. be Eddie, supposed to be Eddie yeah. Murphy. They re, they're going to re-release the movie, and they took him off the box again. What? Yeah. At least the one set just had the logo on it, and this know. one has everybody but Winston, I guess. Right. Because Is... that's what they do. They screw over Winston. Yeah, I don't. I never, I never understood that. My, at my folks' house, they have an old uh, cardboard standee of when the movie was originally being released. You guys have seen it, yeah. You know, yeah. And no Ernie Hudson there. I never understood why. Is that the same kind of shot that they're doing for? I think the, so. Really? I didn't actually okay. look. I just saw a headline. Wow. Which is very internet of me to just read the headline. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I guess on the same token, if they didn't have any produ- production stills or any like production photographs From of the back the, yeah. of the four of them it would be kind of difficult to put the four of them although they did release it. it in 4k they could have just took a screenshot and photoshop that's it. that's true <laughs> i think you got a point there but no i'm gonna give it a chance was, still was the character winston in new girl did they name him after winston from ghostbusters you think they might have. I think they did. They might have. It just dawned on me now. I'm like, oh my god, that's probably why they named him that. You're having like a TV existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's. Uh, I think we've talked about as much about the new Ghostbusters as we probably. Yeah, we, we could. always there have to hit enough, it every time. There there's... isn't enough really new footage in it to really go, hey. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There, I mean, there was a lot more stuff with uh, with Kevin with Chris Hemsworth's character. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's, and he was pretty funny still. Oh, that's cool. Uh, let's move on to a little bit. You know, we were talking about TV stuff there for a hot minute, the new girl and whatever. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of cancellations and new shows coming out. So do we want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. I, I'm mad because ABC canceled every show that I like. I know, right? Muppets are gone. Yeah. Galavant is gone. Agent Carter's gone. Yeah, Agent, Agent Carter, Carter didn't even get a decent ending. No. 
They cut it two episodes short, didn't they? Uh, something like that. There's like a there's like a cliffhanger. Yeah, oh. something something so like we'll, that. And we'll never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they did that bad. Castle. Yeah. Oh, they got rid of Castle. Castle's Castle got gone. canceled. Oh, you know what? Castle's been around for what? Almost ten years at this point. Uh, eight seasons, something like that. But Nathan Fillion's out of a job. Well, no, he's never out of well, a job. Well, they were he's... having issues because him and the main girl apparently hate each other. Oh. Ah, well, there you go. That would be difficult when they're love interests, yep. I suppose. Yeah, they, do, they, seems, they do not care for each other at he all. He seems like a nice guy, but I would imagine he would be a little difficult to work with at times. He just has that air to him, I think. Maybe. Maybe. Just a little bit. But Castle got a good run. The he Muppets good... and Gallivant did not. The Muppets, they <laughs> were they were in the process. They had a rough start, and they were in the process of cor- course correcting. And it was working. It, it was, was only getting better. It was, but they just not enough time. They really should have given him a second season, and I'll bet it would have been perfect. Oh sure, absolutely. I I agree with that. Uh, Gallivant, I. It was I a liked Gallivan. I loved Gallivan. I loved it too, but it was a very niche kind of thing. Yeah. I could see them I, getting rid of that. It was surprising that it got a second season, but mm-hmm. there was pretty good on, uh, online support to keep it around. Oh, sure. I mean, Gallivan had a very small but dedicated core fan group. Um, same with Agent Carter. Uh, yeah. The second season was not as strong as the first season. No. But it was still good, but it just didn't, it just didn't draw the numbers. I didn't watch it, so yeah. partly my fault. But I don't watch Shield either. And yet, once upon Shield's a time, it's coming worse. back next season. Oh, once upon a time always comes back. It's never ending. It won't die. They don't. They don't make a special shampoo for for once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> Have to get a tiny comb. <laughs> it's such a piece of garbage. I hate yeah. it. I it, hate it. And it's I gonna, love hating it. It's gonna keep going, and they're gonna really start like. Hitting the bottom of the barrel for Disney fairs. Oh yeah, wait till they, they haven't wait, yet. Wait till they wait till they bring in Toy Story. <laughs> oh, you joke, you joke, but I could see them doing it. Yeah, that that could be down the road. There's there's gonna be a cowboy man that was once a toy. Yep, that's how they would do it too. They, would. they wouldn't be toys walking no. around. There'd be a I used to be a toy, now I'm a man, yeah. and now I'm in love with one of the characters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and there'll and there'll be a you know a a car. They'll uh, they'll cast uh, uh, a lightning McQueen. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah, Emma Swan will get a real hot, sweet red car. <laughs> <laughs> but like the uh, the, but like the uh, the uh, the uh, a hood ornament, it's a little bent, a little bit, <laughs> because Owen Wilson has a broken nose. <laughs> oh, and it's gotta have the flippy lights for eyes. They'll they'll cast Kevin Nash as uh, as Ralph, a uh, former construction worker. It would be Kevin Nash, not because he can act, but because he's as big as Wreck-It Ralph. He, he has arms and shoulders like Wreck-It Ralph. He is a living cartoon character. Oh, wait, wait till they go on vacation to Hawaii and, you know, run into Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Oh. Yeah, they'll work aliens into it. I mean, yeah. why not? Ugh. Why not? Hey, I mean, it's a Disney film. I, yeah. I used to be a fox. Now I'm Nick Wilde, the man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say I'm Robin. Oh, yeah. No, they already have that's Robin right. Hood. I've right. seen I've seen so much fan art of human Zootopia characters. And that makes me it's, upset. It's dumb. Wait, what's the point? Yeah. yeah, come on, come on, guys. They Dude. could have Judy Hopps and and because uh, Jennifer Goodwin is on that show. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll just have an episode where they turn where she turns into a rabbit for a couple episodes. Yeah, that'll be your. Or she starts being a cop. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> she yeah. kind of is the show. I get. Yeah. Well, no, she's the mayor now. I don't know if she still is. Last time I watched it, she was the mayor. Well, God, either way, either it way, season. good shows got canceled, and <laughs> bad shows get to continue yeah. to live. Well, let's uh, let's switch over to Fox. Yeah, speaking because of good shows, they uh, they released a whole bunch well, of trailers. Speaking of terrible their... networks, <laughs> yeah, but they've released a whole bunch of trailers for their uh, new shows for next season, and we're not going to go through every one of them. But we sat here and watched. I a watched all of them. them. I watched all of them earlier this week, but. Uh, we sat here and watched a couple of them, and uh, there are a couple worth mentioning. Um, let's see. Uh, the first one is Son of Zorn. Yeah, <laughs> that looked really good. Super great. It's like jerk He-Man comes to the like real world. Yeah, to, it's, it's done in, in, in live action and animation. To meet up with his ex-wife and a strange son. <laughs> yeah. 
It's it looks really. Oh god, it's not really good. It's, good. it's 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 gonna get canceled. None but... of these. Sh- I I, I want to preface. None of these shows are gonna last more than six episodes. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. That's what Fox does. Yeah, none of these. A lot of them look good. None of them are gonna last. If your name's not Seth MacFarlane, your show gets canceled. Basically, <laughs> although, although this has uh, Lord and Miller attached to it, son of Zorn. Yeah. A couple of them do. A couple of them do. Yeah. Uh, the other one, uh, Making History, has Lord and Miller attached, and that's like time travel. <laughs> that looks really good. Yeah. It, looks, it yeah. looks really funny. It's, yeah. it's got a guy with a time traveling duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, and he just goes back in time to the American Revolution because he's got yeah. a sweet girlfriend. Yeah. there. Yeah, and it's uh, they they barter everything with ham. <laughs> they smooth over 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 every like problem with ham and references to uh, movies, two thousands yeah. pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, Lord and Miller are good at taking like a concept for a show that sounds dumb mm-hmm. and making an actual like a really great show out of it. Yeah, uh, some of the other shows that are coming out, uh, there's the Mick, which is uh, what if the nanny was a jerk? <laughs> what if the nanny was D from uh, always, always Sunny? sunny. And yeah, literally exactly... is played by Caitlin Olsen. Yeah. yeah, and it's like pretty. She's pretty much exactly the same character. It might as well be a spinoff. Yeah. You... Ser- well, what if it is? Oh, that might be. That'd be <laughs> oh cool. man. Yeah. Because it is on FX. No, it's on Fox. No, but but always oh, sunny. It's always sunny's yeah. on FX. You're right. Uh, let's see. What were some of the other ones that we actually sat here and lethal watched? Weapon. The lethal yeah. weapon that looks good, but it looks like they're gonna go with the dramedy kind of angle where it's gonna be very serious at points. And you know, I know they you know they always said that you know that uh Mel Gibson's character in Lethal Weapon is insane. Mm-hmm. They turned the insanity kind of up to like eleven in this Lethal Weapon series. I, know, I didn't think he looked insane enough. He didn't look, <laughs> he didn't look crazy enough. He, he didn't, didn't look crazy, but he was doing crazy things. Uh, kinda, but like Mel Gibson was like r- super nuts in Lethal oh, he Weapon. Was, like, Mel Gibson he was, is super nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. I don't know why people were surprised when he turned out being, you know, actually nuts because he plays a really he, good crazy guy. Very convincing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damon Wayans in this as the uh, um, Glover um, role is really good. Uh, looks what, good. What was, what was his character? Murtaugh. Yeah. Yeah. That looks really. That looks good. I'm going to give it a try. Hey, you, think they'll, you, think they'll, you think they'll bring back the toilet joke from the one movie? Oh, they've got to reference it. <laughs> oh, there's got to be a handful of references to the to the original movies for sure. But this is a new. It's not. It's not the same characters yeah. from the movie. It's the new like reboot kind of thing. You can't drop the S bomb on network TV. No, that's he's going to be too old for this poop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too old for this doo doo. <laughs> I'm too aged for this crap. Yes. <laughs> um, there were a couple that I watched that we didn't sit here. Uh, nothing too great. There's a prison break. They're coming back with that. Really? Yeah. This time it's the other brother that is going to rescue the one that was in jail that was doing the rescuing the first time. Did he also get the map of the prison tattooed on his body? It looks like it. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, and it's funny watching it now. Now that uh, they've, they've been, been on the Flash, Flash so often, because they're Heatwave and Captain Cold on the Flash. Oh, yeah, those guys. Yeah, those guys. So it's funny to watch them be goofy and just ridiculous on the Flash because they're they're the best on. They the Flash. really are. They're the best recurring villains on that show. They're on Legends of Tomorrow. They too. are. They're main yeah. characters on that, and then they're coming back for this and being super serious. And oh, I have to get I have to get my brother out of Guatemalan jail. <laughs> Uh, speaking of new picking up new shows and canceling them, good on the CW for picking renewing up all of their shows mm-hmm. and oh, picking up Supergirl. And the fact that Supergirl is going to move to CW. Yes, please. And yes. They, it's yeah. uh, five days of superhero shows. They're doing, yes. yeah, it's like every day at 8 p.m. is going to be a different superhero show. Here, it's, Arrow, Super- Arrow on Monday, Flash on Tuesday, Supergirl. Arrow's on Wednesdays. Arrow's on Wednesdays. Supergirl would be on Monday. Well, they're, they released their new lineup oh, for next they? season. It's like, it's like 8, 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday. It's like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of, of Tomorrow, like 8 p.m. every day of the week. That's awesome. It's yeah. It's cool that people will be able to find them at one set time. Is Eyes mm-hmm. be in there? Uh, it might be. I don't I, know. They you probably know, I, don't I didn't commit it to memory. It. They probably don't consider it one of their superhero shows. What probably it? not, but it's Eyes on Eyes oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a comic book show, but it it's is. not a superhero I, show. I would love The Flash to show up on iZombie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really a thing that mm-hmm. would happen, but I would love it. It would be pretty funny. I mean, he could jump dimensions over to iZombie. He could, he could do anything at this point, yeah. And he's a he's a CSI guy. He would fit right in. He It'd be great. really would. He'd be like, oh, you're a zombie? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I fought a gorilla once. Yeah. I mean, and a shark man. Not, not, no problems. <laughs> Some of the other shows, Shots Fire looks like generic cop drama. Blech. The Air- Exorcist. 
just looks kind of creepy, but at this point... It can't be really be that creepy. It's a primetime television show. On it's network not, TV. On network TV, it's not going to be creepy. But it does have Gina Davis in it, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Star looks like what if uh, Destiny's Child all grew up on the streets and then had a quick rise to fame. And there's internal conflict with the Beyonce character along with the other two a lot. And quick, so, it's the, co- so it's that gem show? Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like Nashville, but with a uh, girl group. And Queen Latifah is in it. That's cool. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. Pitch is about the first female baseball player in Major League Baseball as a pitcher. And okay. uh, it looks like just drama. Not yeah. really. Mo- like less baseball, more drama kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that could be a really fun show. It, it could, but it's it's not. It's eight. not going to be. It's not going to be a league of their own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that yeah, movie. that's what I. <laughs> that's what make I want. Make a show of that. Make a league of their own show. That would be really cool. But it's. I've heard. I've heard rumors in the past. They've talked about it, but never. Nothing ever it came. It would make out a of good. It would make a show. It would. It, like a period show kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if Exorcist was like on AMC, then it maybe would, I would be it excited would work. about yeah. it. Yeah. But... Uh, let's see. APB is like if the uh, OCP Omni Consumer Products. The uh-huh, people yeah. who created RoboCop. RoboCop, if instead of making RoboCop, they build uh, an app and a supercar and like crazy future tasers and bought like one precinct of the New York City Police Department. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like the super rich guy buys the police department and supplies them with all this super high tech Iron Man cop. stuff. And APB is the app that, you know, <laughs> also the free app that all civilians can use and use to call in crimes. It is not based on the video game APB. No, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> but it looks interesting, but not. It's again not going to last. Yeah, it sounds kind of. I don't know. And finally, I don't know if this is a full show or if this is like a mini series or what. But did you guys see the Rocky Horror Picture Show stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of opinions about that. Well, this know. is a perfect place to air them. <laughs> it's just that I I don't feel great about Laverne Cox playing. Frankenfurter. I don't either. Cause like, like she can take whatever role she wants. It's yeah. not my, it's not my place to say you should or shouldn't take this. But I'm about to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as a as a trans person that's in the spotlight, is it really a good idea to play a deviant sex weirdo on national television? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. in this climate where everybody's throwing Protesting. fits about bathroom, who's in what bathroom? Is it a good idea to? kind of play into the stereotype that trans people are deviant sex weirdos when they're absolutely not. Yeah, I don't. Normal people. Yeah. It just doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good either. I don't think it's a good idea to begin with. But that's what bothers me most about it, though, is like maybe as as a role model for trans people like she is. Maybe she doesn't want to be. Yeah, that's true. Nobody told her that. Well, that's why I said it's not my place to say that she shouldn't or should take this role, really. But it just, it, I'm, I, I, I don't do, like it. <laughs> I do feel like maybe Fox is. It's not a good time. Like the 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 public climate's not good. It's not, not a, yeah. It's not the right time to I, bring that show I mean, out. Frank Furter is a problematic character to begin. Yeah, with. yeah I don't know how they're going to get away with some of the stuff on on television. Anyway. I mean, I love Rocky Horror. Oh, it's sure. fantastic. Yeah. It's but a it's great movie. Definitely problematic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I guess Tim Curry is going to be in this yeah. as the um, the psychoanalyst or whatever, the narrator, basically. Yeah. And that's cool. That's really cool. Plus, I didn't... Uh, I, I watched the trailer. I didn't realize Victoria Justice, the former Nickelodeon star, is the... is. Um, Janet? Yeah, yeah, the normal, the, the normal gal. <laughs> Who's Brad? Some some dude. dude. Some, some white, dude. some white bread. Yeah. <laughs> they should get the guy from Book of Mormon, not Josh Gad, the other guy. <laughs> the other guy, yeah. Oh, it's something red, red. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He was on the Simpsons yeah, a couple weeks ago. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it. I'm not gonna. It doesn't look good. No. It doesn't. It didn't need to happen. No, exactly. Yeah, they still play that. it in movie theater, the original in movie theaters. It doesn't need to be updated and, or changed. You know, they, a bunch of billion different groups do live action stay versions. Yeah. Near constantly. Yeah. It's still very much in the public consciousness. You don't need to make a TV show. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch. I'll give it a chance. But I, I, my hopes are not high. No, same. Yeah, same here. I'm not expecting a lot out of it. Hey, we're getting close on time, but we got a couple of super, super quick hits here. Um, there's a rumor that Blade Ghost Rider and Moon Knight are going to be Netflix Marvel series. Is that a good idea? Yes. 
the more Marvel series on Netflix, the better. Honestly. Yes, please. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think def- especially Blade and Moon Knight work best as miniseries. Uh, Ghost Rider, I'm not 100% sold on that, but it could go some interesting... It's just because the uh, Marvel, the the Netflix series have been more ground level, and oh, once you once was... you add a, a skull face, flaming skull face man in <laughs> yeah. there, riding a flaming motorcycle, yeah, he's a little out there for the rest of their. Yeah, ooh, maybe they'll make up. a Midnight Suns. That would be kind of cool. Uh, the Vampire Hunter, like magic, evil magic man hunter show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be kind of. It'd be just get, nice like, to doc- see. Get, get, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch on there. Yeah, that, that would never happen. <laughs> It'd be nice to see a Ghost Rider that's not Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? You don't like half Elvis, Nick Cage, <laughs> pee and fire, yeah. or whatever. Oh, come like, on. Second one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see, Jeff Johns and John Berg are the new heads of the DC film department. Yeah, they made a DC film department, and they mm-hmm. put these guys as, in charge of it. Yep, and this is in di- direct a correlation with the how bad how Batman bad, versus Superman did how bad that that did and this is interesting because Jeff Johns was he's a comic writer and he's previously been in charge of all of the DC television output Which and it has been boom, good that's we been just super went good. on about how good all that stuff yeah. was a minute ago <laughs> so i think this is a good move and uh rumor has it this might be what gets Zack Snyder out of the director's chair for Justice League thank you they might Please. Pull a 180 and try to course correct the DC movies. They need to. By yeah. there's a problem. Also, there's a there there might be a Harley Quinn standalone movie, I which I love the character. I don't know if she can hold her own she movie by I'll herself. Tell you that right now, she holds her own comic book by herself. That's true. And it had two different like run like concurring runs at uh, the same time. That's very true. Now, if they add. Poison Ivy into they that. That would be. About that, that would be kind well. Then well, that would be like how you do it. All female cast. Oh, that would be cool. That would be very cool. I just kind of want to see a Harley Quinn and like Poison Ivy kind of gal pal thing. Gal pal. They're just pals. Gal- no, yeah, I, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> I, I didn't mean like that. I mean like it's, I don't know something where they're not being super, just being them. That sounds boring. I, I, wanted... I want them to be super. <laughs> yeah. But like Gotham City Sirens, the movie. That would be really cool. I would. I would be into that. Uh, the last thing is, this is kind of a selfish thing for me. Have I told you guys about The Order? It's an independent film that's being made. No, uh, I just we haven't wanna, heard about it at all. Yeah. Well, no, I just, we didn't talk about it before we started recording. Please <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Uh, I just want to mention it because uh, they're crowdfunding it. It's on Indiegogo, and it is a movie made up with the cast made up entirely with former Power Rangers. like And Bulk. And, and Bulk. And Bulk. <laughs> yeah. And Zordon. And Zordon. Zordon's in there. It was actually written by Zordon. David Fielding wrote wrote it, but it's supposedly like a. Um, there's no superpowers. There's no Power Rangers. It's it was a group of clandestine, like super secret government assassins, kind of like the Expendables. Half of them go rogue, and the other half have to bring them in. And it's basically all Power Rangers fighting each other in black leather and shooting guns and stuff. <laughs> but it's starring. It has all the all the main ones. Uh, Austin St. John it has David Yost, uh, Walter Emanuel Jones. Is Walter Jones in it? Walter Jones is in it. Johnny Young Bosch. Johnny Young Bosch. Uh, Karen Allen. Uh, is it Nikita Barres? Is that her name? No, Amy Jo Johnson. No, Amy Jo Johnson. No. Which is um, weird because she pretty much played that on Fringe. Yeah, let's see. There, there's a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, Nikita Barres. That she was the other Yellow Ranger. Um, Catherine Sutherland, who was the second Pink Ranger. Uh, I can just name all down the line. Uh, uh, Steve Cardenas is in it. Everybody's favorite. Uh, one, one person <laughs> who's uh, not in it is uh, Jason David Frank, probably for Ooh. good reason. <laughs> no friend of the show. Friend of the show, Jason David Frank. <laughs> Yeah, no, he is not included in this. He's like the one who is... Because as soon as he was on it, it would be all about him. It would become him. the Jason David Frank show. <laughs> so there's a trailer online. There's an Indiegogo. Honestly... It's interesting enough. It's probably best he's not there because the fact that him and him and uh, Austin St. John, they really don't care for each no. other very No, much. No one really cares for Jason David Frank. Uh, they, he and David, or, uh, David Yost, like... Oh, no. Do not... Do not mix. Well, he's he, Jason David Frank has a writer in his contract for con appearances yeah. where he has to approve any other Power Rangers appearing at the same show he is at. Yep. That's a, that's a real thing. 
So yeah, do with that information what you will. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, keep an eye on on the order. Uh, go to any of their Facebook, like any of those actors' Facebooks or Twitters or whatever, because yeah. they've all been pushing it super, super hard. And it looks like it might have some Illuminati style stuff in it as Especially well. Especially with that symbol, that logo. Yeah, for and sure. It's not the video game The Order. No, that oh, came out not, not too long ago. No, oh, with, liked... with the steampunk werewolf hunters. Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of makes searching for it kind of weird. Yeah, that was kind of a bad order. idea to call it a, The Order. It's but... a bad name, but. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. You can email us with any questions or concerns at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload. Yep. And remember, we are on iTunes and Stitcher. So, Ed, we'll take any likes or favorites or thumbs up or whatever we can get. Whatever we can get. We have a couple. We do have a couple. We have uh, 10 uh, five-star ratings, I noticed. Nice. Only two comments, but we have a, a handful of One of those uh, comments is really good. Somebody did a real good job. Yeah, someone did an excellent job of that. You can also... <laughs> Find us on the radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. on WZMO 107.5. But also, we stream online if you're outside the listening area at WZMOFM.com. Yep, go check that out. And, you know, they have a whole bunch of other really good programming over there, too. And I'm not just saying that because we kind of work for them a little <laughs> bit. Kind of. I, Me more than any, uh, any of you guys kind of <laughs> work for them. But... Uh, no, they have some interesting... They play good music, and they have really good programming. So, yeah. Hi, I, Tom. Hi, Tom. <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by Creative Foundations and Starbase Columbus. Starbase Columbus.